This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Rise above and be in control with today's business headlines, driven by Volvo Cars. It's coming up to 10 minutes till the top of the hour. This is the morning run. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Tan Chung Han with me, Joyce Go. We are going to look at some of the top business stories that, or top stories that could affect the business community here in Malaysia. Let's go into the latest study by Kazana Research Institute. And now they have made uh, some pretty stunning revelations in their uh, latest survey. It's called uh, School to Work Transition of Young Malaysians. So apparently there's this myth out there, as Kiarai describes it. There's a myth that, you know, young, fresh graduates, they are uh, asking or they have lofty expectations for their salaries. And uh, this survey attempts to dispel that. Yeah, so uh, one of the findings is that uh, many young people, those especially in part-time jobs, are willing to work below their reservation wage just to land a job. So what's a reservation wage? That is the wage below which youths would refuse a job offer. Mm. So basically, they're expected wages. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Right, and so you've got the um, mean monthly income of about 1,800 ringgit. Okay, that's a mean monthly income. But then the reservation wage, as you described, Joyce, is about 1,700 ringgit. So in other words, these young job seekers uh, appear to be willing to work for less than uh, 1,700 ringgit on average. And that's about uh, 40% uh, lower compared to the national mean uh, monthly wage. Yeah, and findings in the school-to-work survey indicates a structural uh, a weak labour market due to structure where youths in unskilled and low-skilled jobs are over-educated, mm. meaning they're forced to dumb down. Right. So again, this structural mismatch between the supply and the demand when it comes to the labour force. But I think there's plenty of nuances as well when it comes to um, you know what actually determines those wages, right? It's, it could depend on locality. It could depend on attitude. It could be t- depend on the job description, right? All kinds mm. of factors, right? Um, now, earlier this morning, we uh, asked you guys, the employers out there in Malaysia, for your feedback, you know, whether or not your personal experience in hiring Malaysians um, are in line with what KRI has revealed and we've gotten several messages from hiring managers uh, and the like and we will keep you anonymous but we've got some uh, comments there right Joyce? Well yeah someone said that you know, we try not to hire local grads with very high academic scores hmm. if they've proven to be quite poor team players and also misguided in their expectations. Wow. Mm. So, uh, again, there's this softer elements of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, it's not just the hard, uh, well, your academic, formal academic qualifications, but it's also attitude that plays a, a part as well. Um, there are other messages as well um, from a, a hiring manager who says that your double degree does not mean anything to me. Attitude mm-hmm. is everything. If you can't even differentiate batch and badge and bother and border then you don't even deserve a 1,800 ringgit starting pay. So, yeah, quite a bit of uh, attitude also coming from that hiring <laughs> manager, true. right? <laughs> well, there's someone else also as, as an employer, he's an employer or she's an employer, saying we're willing to pay reasonable wage to fresh grads with the right attitude and skill sets. Our problem is that they are very rare nowadays. They're mm. rare nowadays. Again, attitude and uh, this one says skill sets as well. Right. So, you know, this is contrary, uh, well, the KRI study, right, is contrary to the narrative that we've been hearing for in recent years, right, Joyce? You know, I recall this Job Street Malaysia survey uh, from a couple of years ago 
whereby half of the employers surveyed said that you know there's. Um, there's a pure mismatch you know, in terms of the expectations from fresh, fresh grads versus what these employers are willing to pay. The headline grabbing figure was 6,500 ringgit. 6,000. Yeah, no, someone actually walked in there and said, expect <laughs> as a fresh grad to get 6.5k, right? And so I don't know if that's realistic. But keeping in mind, and now that was actually addressed at the KRI uh, press conference yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that sample size of that survey apparently was quite limited. Where else with KRI survey, their sample size, if I'm not mistaken, I, unfortunately, I left the report out there on my desk. It's, I think, in the tens of thousands, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So it's a much broader sample size. Well, the KRI uh, survey also shows that females remain disadvantaged in the transition from school to work, despite outnumbering and outperforming their male counterparts. Mm. And 85% of young workers with degrees polled said they work in low-skilled jobs. Mm. So it looks like they, they are overeducated, right? They, right? Yeah, and also, um, I guess the report also calls for an urgent review of wage levels by the government because you know the minimum wage policy huh, that's coming on stream next month in January, 1,100 ringgit per mm. month. So what you're questioning is that will this apply to all sectors and workers? Because, you know, Bank Nagar estimated that a Kuala Lumpur-based single adult's living wage in 2016 should be about 2,700 ringgit. Right, 2,700. And even then, there was an estimate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how meaningful is that in KL? How meaningful is 1,100 minimum wage uh, You know, here in Malaysia? Even yeah. though the plan is to raise it up to 1,005 uh, within a five-year period, even then, how meaningful is that, right? So I think the conversation is, should uh, employers start talking about a living wage as opposed to just being fixated yes. on that minimum wage? Now, those are micro factors. Then... You know, to move the conversation along, then the question is, well, how do policymakers get involved? You know, how can they uh, bridge this gap, right? And so obviously there are some usual suspects, you know, like, oh, let's look at the education sector. Let's mm-hmm. reform that. But that's going to take a lot of time, yeah. right? And, you know, what about those fresh graduates currently, you know, who are unemployed or working below their reservation wage? Yeah, you know, how do we remedy this? Yeah, I wonder what's the, when it comes to starting pay as well, it differs between jobs and sectors that you're in, right? Remember? When I started, my first paycheck was 1,600 ringgit. Oh. Yeah, this was many, this- many years ago. <laughs> Not going to reveal how old you, you are, Joyce. Right. You know, so, uh, and again, has that conversation involved since, you know, given the rising cost of living, you know, with inflation? Mm. Uh, you know, I have but- to live with my brother because I'm from Penang, right? And oh. my brother is here. Oh, that's, yeah. that's And he very- was very kind. It was rent free. Ah, well, I I wish uh, many more Malaysians are as kind to fresh graduates as your brother is. So, look, uh, we want to hear from you, okay? Our WhatsApp number is 018-789-8899. In particular, if you are an employer or if you're in the recruiting business, right? What has your experience been like? You know, we've got what Job Street uh, Survey tells us. We've got what KRI is now telling us. We want to know your specific experience. 018-789. Nine double eight double nine. That's our WhatsApp number, or you can tweet us at BFM Radio. We just got another WhatsApp that says that I'm part of a business. I'm a and part owner of a business. And attitude and willingness to learn is what we value above all else. Right, but then how do you quantify that? Right, you know, how mm. do you put it into your matrix? And then <laughs> your say, okay, CV. Yeah. How do you put that into your CV? Right, you know, you, you have good <laughs> attitude and willingness, and so we'll pay X, you know, thousand ringgit mm. more. Like, you know, how does it actually manifest itself? Do you think it, it they'll, then it'll come through through the interview? I'm not sure or whether or not it could be during the confirmation period. Yeah. Where they give you a chance, an yeah. opportunity to do the job and then from there, evaluate whether this person has a good attitude, whether this person's a team player. 
Yeah, that's very important because how many CVs have you seen, right? Oh, yes, I am a team player. Yeah, they put in all the keywords, <laughs> yeah. right? I am yeah. awesome. Like, hire me. <laughs> then hire them. Then hire Hancho. Not saying anything about our interns. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. They are so, the best. Not directing those comments to anyone in particular. Um, yeah, so keep those comments coming in via WhatsApp or via um, um, Twitter at BFM Radio. Okay, with the little time that we have left, you guys got to know about this. So there's this story about MIDF uh, that's mulling a pop possible merger with Al-Raji's local unit. Al-Raji Bank is a Saudi bank and looks like this is the latest iteration in this merger in the Islamic banking mm-hmm. space here in Malaysia. So uh, what Bloomberg is saying is that according sources say that if this merger happens, this would give MIDF the right to accept deposits. Mm, right. And this is not new because I recall uh, when I uh, had on the Breakfast Grill, Maybank Islamic, back then Alliance DBS Research spoke about how there's chatter in the market about how I mean, maybe MIDF could merge with Maybank Islamic so that MIDF mm. could get that banking license, right? Long story short, I don't think that's on the table now. Possibly it's uh, Al-Raji Bank from Saudi Arabia or their local unit. That could be the way for MIDF to start accepting deposits. Alright, we're coming up to the 9am news bulletin and after that we'll be looking at the opening numbers on the local boards. So stay tuned right here to BFM 89.9 The Business Station. Keeping you on track for peak business performance with the new Volvo XC40, the expression of innovation. Volvo, made by Sweden. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.